Yeah, where seatbelts weren't a thing. No, no, yeah, no. Yeah, it's called the Gravitron. The That's gra- the, uh, the Gravitron. Really? That was like what it, it was like a spaceship. Yep. Mm-hmm. Ours was called the Devil's Hole. That's another conversation. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and by and it was at Fantasy Island. Yeah. There was a lot that came to me in my later years about growing up in Buffalo, New York. Yeah. <laughs> that I did not get. Jesus. <laughs> Let's go to Fantasy Island. You can get in the Devil's Hole. Reminds me of a redhead I once knew. <laughs> I wish I was kidding. Well, I gotta get drunk, and I sure do dread it, cause I know just what I'm gonna do. You're listening to Papa Giorgio's Drunk After Dark White Noise Speakeasy Podcast, a show featuring irreverent conversations about an assortment of topics, many of which the FCC would not deem worthy of the terrestrial airwaves. But I gotta get drunk, and I sure do dread it, cause I know just what I'm gonna do. All right. Kill your evening booze with booze and conversation. Let me help you kill your early evening with some booze and conversation. I was going to smoke a pack of cigarettes before I came on, so I started a little more raspy. Way to go, yeah. I don't don't have a voice for radio, nor a face for TV. So I'm kind of of screwed either way. But if claymation catches on again, you are in, baby. I'm in. What was – what? No, what? What? No, what was that? What was the cl- big claymation video back in the day? MTV. Was that a... The claymation. There was the oh, you're talking MTV. Money for that nothing. That was a celebrity deathmatch, right? Oh, yeah, oh, that's yeah. right. Yes. 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 That's right. Yes. And don't forget was... Robot Chicken. Anybody yeah. ever... Oh, yeah. Robot, Robot Chicken. Chicken. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is the kind of stuff we should be talking about. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, that's an interesting thing that you bring up, because now we can tell you about something else. Mm. Uh-huh. So we also launch a podcast. Did we, we didn't do last week because it, it wasn't worth doing. But uh, this in-between conversation is the interesting stuff in a lot of ways. And frankly, it's kind of like party white noise, inane conversation with no particular meaning but a little bit of background. So we're releasing the in-between segments without any names included under the uh, the name uh, Papa Giorgio's Drunk After Dark Speakeasy Podcast. <laughs> With some music in the background. That's what we say whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, right. So if you're good with it, we'll be launching uh, – we'll take the in-between segments and we'll launch that as a strict podcast only. And who knows? Maybe that will show up someday at a party you're, you're sitting with or sure. enjoying. Good? Yeah. As long as I'm not running for governor anytime soon, I'm good. <laughs> Are you running for governor anytime soon? Yeah, hell no. <laughs> then you're good. Otherwise – all right. And we're going to keep this one moving. You heard me uh, mention that I, I'm going to try to get out of here by 6. Right, Brett? We've heard that before. Right. No, but I have to. My daughter's graduation. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't screw that up. That's, that's what I said. That was a Phil Collins uh, video, Phil the, Collins. the claymation one. And I don't remember which one. I think it was Phil Collins where they, they kept – it was like – Caveman. They kept pulling they kept the pulling, uh, heads. Yes, yes. Was it Phil Collins the, or was it Steve? It was. When – no, nope, that was Wind still – that was oh. uh, yeah. Phil Collins. Uh, I just wore my MTV shirt yesterday. Yeah. Fuck. What was that? Which song was that? A Land of Destruction yes. or yes. something like that? Yes, that was it. Land of Destruction. Mm-hmm. Look that up. Land of Destruction. Ooh. Oh, Land of Confusion. Yeah. Land of Confusion. Land of Confusion. Land of Confusion. That was it. Yeah. 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 Okay. There oh, wow. Ooh, 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 I don't think I've seen ooh. this video. This looks pretty trippy. Here. Yeah. That was done. There was an entire political satire show that was popular in the 80s that was all those characters and all that – those puppet things. Mm-hmm. 
Nice. Love. Yeah. yeah, see? Again, Papa Giorgio. That's the kind of knowledge you gain on Papa Giorgio. Hey-o. Hey-o. <laughs> you guys got to work on a logo for that show. I at least put together the uh, show page for it. Did you? With the episodes. Yeah, sent it over. Yeah. Okay. I, I kind of feel like it should be like a, a headless body with just a neck and the top of a hairy chest unbuttoned with like a big – Big gold medallion. So the so the placeholder <laughs> actually yeah. the placeholder is not far from that that I found on Google just doing an image search. Really, it's a, it's a fat Italian hairy guy with no shirt on that's got a big gold cross necklace on. So there you go. Just saying, man. Yeah, yeah. I posed for that. <laughs> <laughs> and Albania is close enough, so we can just we can call him Albania if we wanted to not piss off the Italians. Good point. Yeah. Because the Albanians don't listen to this show. <laughs> Fucking Albanians. Oh, my God. Do you realize the trouble that Albania has caused the world? Of course you do. <laughs> yes. Yes, I do. That's why we left. Dare I say more than the Welsh. They've been at the basis of every some, major war in history. <laughs> that's some wag the dog stuff right there if you guys remember that movie. That was that Albania? Oh, yeah. yeah, that was Albania. Yeah, yeah, yeah. where we yeah. started that fake war with them. Yes. That's right. And all, all three Takens. <laughs> yeah. And they made the song up. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. right. That's awesome. Albania. Schumann, yes, that's right. Albania, Albania, yeah, yeah. you border on the Adriatic. Yeah. Your land is mostly mountainous, <laughs> and your chief export is chrome. <laughs> Good. Wow. Really Are you impressed? Great. That remember is that. really great. Yeah. Honestly, seriously, I worry so much about my brain. Of all, all the things it could have shit. offered up, that's <laughs> what I chose to go with. I didn't know their main export was Chrome, though. That's, I thought it was uh, – um, actually, it's it's prostitution and heroin. <laughs> I'm serious. It doesn't, it doesn't have the right rhythm. They don't though. pay taxes on that shit, though, so they don't count. <laughs> All right. Let's do some quality radio broadcasting. All right. All right. On that note, let's do it. Here we go. <laughs> do you know what it's from? I mean, that is fucking bizarre. That was from Cheers. Wow. That was, yes. That was Coach. Coach had to memorize. Mm-hmm. Yes. And he put everything to music. And he put everything to music. Uh-huh. Yeah. That and his other great line of all time. Mm, I bet I know. Really? Yeah, go ahead. It's his blackouts? Yes. Yes, the blackout yes. one. Yeah, go ahead. Sam, the bartender, comes over to Coach. He's having some health problems. And do you know the character? Coach and stuff? Yeah. And, he, and Sam goes up and he goes, Coach, let me, let me ask you, man. Have you, you ever... You ever had a blackout? Coach looks at him and goes, kind of a nice break in the day, isn't it? Because <laughs> if you remember, Coach had the most hit by pitches yeah, in the head right. in Major League history. And, and it was at a bar. I, mean, was, you know. I can't believe you picked up the best. Yeah. No? It's kind of a nice break in the day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just because you said that yesterday doesn't mean you just remember that. It's part of your common speech. It could well be. All right. Let's All right. start us. All right, here we go. Boom, bam, boom. Easy. All right. That was good. Yeah, yeah. that was easy. I didn't even get you to guys, ask you, you the question. What question? The uh, question about if you could make one change in the American educational system, what would it be? You can still ask me. I could. Let's, we'll hold on to that for uh, if we need a Yeah, if we need a filler at the end mm-hmm. or whatever, but yeah. Pat used to be a teacher. Yeah, taught political science and economics for about 10 years. And you started building shit. And I got into commercial real estate, yes. Um, my wife wanted to stay home with the kids. She was working also. She was. She got. To, she dropped them off in the morning. I got to be the hero and pick them up. Mm. 
Nice. So they wouldn't even look at her in the morning. <laughs> She's like, I'm sick of tired of being that person to drop them off. The bad guy. The mm-hmm. bad guy, yeah. And so. Get up. Come here. Brush your teeth. She was like, is there anything you can do? And I'm like, not on a teacher's salary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it was at that time I'm like, but listen, I'm going to do what I need to do for my family. And um, I got into commercial real estate, specifically property management at the time. Oh, really? I didn't yeah. realize that. Yeah, with a group called Heinz, H-I-N-E-S. Okay, I'm not familiar with them. So they are out of uh, Houston, Texas. Um, Probably the world's foremost property management and you know building owner. Huh. They own, for the most part, they had been known for Class A office buildings. Mm-hmm. So downtown Minneapolis, Wells Fargo Center. Um, uh, back in the day, the uh, U.S. Bank uh, building, which is the the one with the half halo on it. Mm-hmm. And it's called 225 South Sixth Street now. Mm-hmm. Uh, 50 South Sixth Street, uh, right on. On uh, the mall there. Okay. Built most um, of the buildings on, on, on uh, yeah. Nicollet besides the Fauché. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, and if you, you know, um, trying to think of the restaurant down there, the fish, the seafood restaurant. Stella's? No. Um, anyhow, I'll think of it later. Anyhow, Dorsey is, is the big, I think, the big tenant there. Oh, I yeah. know who you're talking about. Sea change? Yeah. And the Guthrie? Uh, no, 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 no. Oh, oh, uh, um, yeah, man. That's right on the tip of my tongue. Shite. Um, Shite. I have friends that work there. Sea change. I mean, Ocean Air. Ocean Air. Mm. Thank you for filling in that blank. Um, yeah, that would have. Yeah, so. We shouted that out in segment three for no reason at all. Ocean, Ocean Air! <laughs> so, yeah, so, um, anyhow, I was. Um, mm. So, but, you went uh, into the working world to make some real money. Yeah, to make more. And mm. uh, at How's least, the wife doing these days? Um, that one? <laughs> Sorry, man. Yeah, no, too. no, no, I got it. I, got I like it. your style, man. I like your style. No, that was my, yes, that was my first wife. Broke. If it's broke, fix it. Yeah. 20 years with that, with her. She was great, great mom, really great mom. Mm-hmm. Again, we won't talk about the details, but everything is, we, we parted on really, really good terms. That's which good doesn't hear, happen all the time, right? I mean, nope. it doesn't, mm-hmm. but we did. And I've been with my, uh, my second wife for 10 years, so. Yeah. All right. So you're a serial monogamist of one pretty, kind or another. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Fair pretty enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Serial monogamy uh, is when you see one woman for a prolonged <laughs> period of time, Dan. Yeah, you yeah. you might have read about such a thing. No, I have not, <laughs> actually. Yeah. Dan keeps time track of time based on girlfriends. Hey, yeah. I get it. Mm-hmm. I understand. We've had quite a few dynasties this summer already. Uh, I bet you have. God damn it. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go into segment two before trouble uh, arises. <laughs> like Papa Giorgio trouble? Papa Giorgio don't care. Papa Giorgio will say anything he wants. Giordano's. That's where you should be doing the... Giordano's? Up, on, up in Uptown. I think that one closed. That's why. Mm. So doing what thing? Your... Papa Giordano. Oh, <laughs> oh Papa Giordano? <laughs> yeah, you can I change can the just name. run through that? <laughs> Could be true. Yeah. By the way, you mentioned Fauche Tower, and literally as, as I was finishing up before I left the office today, I saw a headline from the Business Journal come by that was referencing something going on mm-hmm. at Fauche. What's going on with Fauche? Something uh, about – It sounds like the owner uh, slash landlord is uh, – has potentially maybe has been not paying their – Monthly nut. Mm-hmm. And uh, it sounds like uh, the bank probably wants it back, uh, the way it sounds. And, mm-hmm. of course, that's a shame. And it feels like that's going to be happening quite often here. 
mm-hmm. in the in the future. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know when Simon, I don't know. I, excuse me. I mean, who, who owns the Mall of America? Oh, it, um, I mean, they're, they're, well, the Germazians were the ones who kind of developed it, but mm-hmm. I can't recall. But I mean, listen, they've missed payments too. So mm-hmm. I mean, major, major, multi-million, multi-billion-dollar companies. If they're doing it, then you kind of know that retail is in a is in a world of hurt. Yeah. And we just know that with all the restaurants. You guys are friends of restaurants, right? And uh, yeah, it's been a it's been a travesty. But it it is, and it's just starting. Yep. But. You know, well, it's nice to see the banks doing well for a change. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> fuckers. <laughs> one of the one of the, uh, one of the top student loan lenders just got nodded for uh, Forbes top five hundred. Yeah, really? Yeah, it's sweet, sweet moves. You guys, bro. there is fucking hell to pay. Uh, but that's not what we're worried about. What we're talking about is exciting, upbeat bits of information, such as. Some of the favorite projects that you've done with Steiner or that Steiner has done, et cetera. Well, I, I think I'm going to mention one of the most recent ones that we've done that we're very, very proud of, um, okay. which is the sh- – Well, let's do it on the radio. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, we haven't quite wait. there yet. Yeah. Sorry. I thought we were on. Nope, not yet. Right, not my yet. bad. That was easy. So well done. Well perhaps done. you have the name of a couple of brokers that might be pretty good. Yeah, well, of course we have a we have a ton. I have a ton of friends in the industry, been around it for a long time. But Did I nail it. Well, I thought your guy was helping you pretty well. No, we're gonna talk about that later. Okay, all right. It's fine. It's fine. Moving forward, there will be a problem here or there, partially to be expected. Well, there is, and and, and that's one of the tenets of what we do, construction, and what we do in our industry mm-hmm. is not problem free. No, oh, no. We we are huge problem solvers. Actually, that's what we do all day long: is solve issues. At this point in life, I really am just looking for people who aren't making problems. I'm ahead yeah. of the game. If you aren't, if I, if you are gonna be not creating problems, I'm on your side at this point because it seems like that's what most people tend to. I, fucking I believe do. that the kids would say, "Don't start no shit, won't be no shit." Is how it goes. Well spoken. The youth of America <laughs> having figured it out already. I have never heard that statement coming out of my kid's mouth. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. This is actually Don't do that to me. Good. Yeah, it just it buries the vodka. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yes. I dumped the straw. I tried to get the straw. Here's the thing with... I I don't understand. There's, there's a brief period where everybody's using these meds. We would all have chipped teeth. I think it was started by the fucking dental community. <laughs> I use it as the a whole straw. straw. It usually ends up in somebody's nose or in their eye when they go to drink. Mm-hmm. I forget that it's in there and bam. It's a stir stick yeah. for me. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. If it had stayed, there would have been like countless – I mean the eye patch industry would <laughs> yeah. have just gone through <laughs> the stock masks now. and eye patches. Yeah. Yeah. Eye patch. <laughs> it's just <laughs> one eye staring at everybody. And, and, and the paper ones. Uh, oh, just, it broke down. They, I feel bad. How the hell so are the tortoises uh, doing cocaine these days now that they don't have all the straws that were in the ocean? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. They're still there. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They are Just because I was in Indonesia. I, I, one of the countries out banned uh, the straws because they were picking up – Every day off of their beaches, just I dead mean, tortoises. Mil- millions of straws. Oh, oh, yeah. really? Not, yeah. Maybe not every day, but you know what I mean. And so, yes, they were getting in the, the you know, yeah, 
Yeah. But the paper ones, they do. They fall. I mean, remember the old paper ones from the 70s? Oh, ridiculous. I mean, the new ones, they'll hold up for a can of soda, I guess. But it's it's borderline. Yeah. I hear you. But I don't get it. I don't like straws anyway. What the hell? Yeah, I don't really need a straw. No. Where did these things come from? Why does everyone need a straw? You, you remember the... You know how the voice went up? Yeah. What is that a giveaway of? It's usually a giveaway of that I don't believe something Full of I'm shit, saying. shit, yeah. Oh, yeah. Or that I am just... Perplexed. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Just say it. Straws are dumb. Straws are dumb, man. No, you're right. We. I'm not sure we need them. No. We... Not even from a fast food place. Mm-hmm. I get the lid. You can take the lid off in the car and hold it up. Mm-hmm. Now, the lid is going to be plastic, so that's maybe another issue. So This yeah. is true. The thing that kills me is I go visit my grandma. Uh, and she's, you know, she's an old lady home, and they give her a styrofoam cup, wrong, yeah. plastic lid, wrong, and a plastic bendy straw. And even though she's old and kind of breaking down, she doesn't need all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's just three, three, no, no, and no's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. It's just well, these are the aftertimes. And It'll change. We'll be shedding this shit. But I do hate plastic. I mean, plastic just. Sucks on every level. I just I, I try to avoid plastic wherever I can, just based on the fact that I just don't like the shit. I got one tip for you, son. Plastics. Plastics. <laughs> <laughs> you a Caddyshack fan? Oh, of course. Yeah, I excellent. Was, yeah. We could sit. We could probably do Caddyshack for a couple hours too. Yep. Mm-hmm. And there goes the generational gap. Yep. Sorry, man. Sorry. You're not a caddy. Did you ever see it? That's all right. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, no, it, it's true. <laughs> uh, you know, listen, it's a little overrated. I mean, it, I mean, that's been kind of proven over time. Yeah. But still, for our generation. Oh, at that time, that slapstick was, shit was funny. It, it yes. Yeah. Correct. It, it yeah. was. It's the Laurel and Hardy of our generation. I admit that's true. Yeah. But it is, and also the one-liners are just endlessly. Fabulous. And and again, here's the other thing that it may come as a shock to a lot of people, but I'm not a big John Belushi fan. I didn't think he was the central funny guy in the whole thing, quite frankly. He was great in Animal House. I think the, great funny, Blues Brothers. the yeah. funniest thing he's ever done was Papa Zit or Be a Zit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the funniest <laughs> one because I did that countless times growing up in my childhood. Do you know what that was that he, uh, that he had put in his mouth? No. Mashed potatoes. Oh. Well. It was a scoop of mashed potatoes. That's solid. See? You had just done Jello before that, but yes, it ended up being mashed potatoes. <laughs> yeah, because Jello, because the green Jello wouldn't have looked like. No, that would yeah. have been a nasty asset. <laughs> yeah. yeah, go get that checked out, bro. Yeah. <laughs> but even on SNL, people talk about him. I just wasn't a big fan, but whatever. Yeah, I mean, I was pretty young, but uh, yeah, I, I still I enjoyed the Killer Bees. Couldn't go wrong with that. Yeah. By the way, that makes me think of Land Shark. And have you does. been following any of the fucking shit going on on the East Coast with sharks? No, not at all. Oh, they have been this week, been closing beaches all over the place from Long Island to Maine. What? The great white sharks have are now fully moving north because of the warmed oceans. Jaws, and the revenge, number 12? It's happening. Ooh, it's I was happening. just swimming in Maine oceans a month, a week ago. Just yesterday, <laughs> they they uh, they had to shut down a Maine uh, beach because they spotted an eleven foot uh, great white. white. I would have shat myself, like straight up shat myself. Fuck to the right, you would. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Seriously, uh, yeah. I still can't. I mean, when I was a kid, Jaws came out. I was six years old, and I got oh. this game that was uh, it was uh, it was this plastic Jaws shark. And he would fill its mouth. It was rubbed its mouth with like you know 
I don't remember, it was like, you know, life buoys and maybe some body parts and things. And then you had this little hook thing and you had to fish it out and eventually the shark would shut, snap shut. My fucking brother threw it into our swimming pool in the deep end. So when you look down, you would always see the fucking shark staring up at you. <laughs> I like could not swim that summer and nobody uh, would get it out of there. It was terrifying. That was the summer. It was either 77 Seven. when mm-hmm. it came out, right? As I, I remember it, I was in the Babe Ruth State Tournament. Now, I think I was 12 at the time, and we were – it was up in Moorhead, Minnesota. And so we went to a movie, and we went to Jaws. Mm-hmm. It just had kind of come out. So it was mm-hmm. a big deal. Yep. From Come from a small town where we don't have a movie theater, and we didn't go anywhere. Um, but anyhow, so we all – the whole team and the families that were there and the young children that were – you know, and your, your siblings that would come with, we all went to the movie together. Mm-hmm. When that scene came, the initial scene came out where – remember when the head kind of popped out of the bottom of the boat uh-huh. when he was out? Yep, yep, yep. Somebody vomited in the theater and it set off a chain reaction. Are you kidding? It did in the movie theater. In Mo- <laughs> It was either Fargo or Moorhead. I can't remember where we were at. But it was – The, the great whole, vomitorium of 77? Uh. Yes. The whole theater was up in flames in vomit. It was – I remember looking over at my brother – my younger brother, and he was just <laughs> letting loose. Thank I just, God. yeah, that's all you need. Oh, so now you can probably still smell that when you watch. The well, movie. yeah, it did. And then, of course, that summer, then nobody wanted to swim. No, seriously, no, it was terrifying. I mean, Jesus Christ, he still can't think about it. You're a young man, though. But you've seen the movie. Did it traumatize you? A little bit when I was a kid. I showed it to I'm my girls. It didn't traumatize anything. them, but I really? can't see the bottom. Ugh. I know. You don't know what the fuck is down there. Exactly. It's something that wants to eat you. That only, I know. The only thing I know that's down there is microplastics. <laughs> it's our only way of defending ourselves against the giant <laughs> fucking squid. <laughs> Somebody give me a straw! <laughs> oh, Lord help us. All right. This is going very well. Excellent. Brett, should we do segment three? There's a high voice again. I'm sure that show is going well today. You know what made me think of uh, the vomitorium story, though? Do you guys remember, did you ever have at any of your local amusement parks one of those centrifuge rides? Yes. Where they you yeah. know, you'd spin around and the floor drops oh, and yeah. stuck against. Mm-hmm. I got stuck with this one kid once, probably around that same time, who fucking puked. Uh, and I can still remember. Cause he puked, went through, and then I turned my head, and then it just kept creeping towards me like the blob. You can't look away. As, yeah. uh, uh, my thing was who's standing outside getting sprayed? Oh, oh that's a yeah. good question. Yeah. Oh, in the 70s, man. The 70s. Mm-hmm. They still do those we're, words? Yeah, where seatbelts weren't a thing. No, no, yeah, no. Yeah, it's called the Gravitron. The that's gravi- the... Uh, the Gravitron. Really? That was like what it... It was like a spaceship. Yep. Mm-hmm. Ours was called the Devil's Hole. That's another conversation. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and by, and it was at Fantasy Island. Yeah. There was a lot that came to me in my later years about growing up in Buffalo, New York yeah. that I did not get. Jesus. <laughs> Let's go to Fantasy Island. You can get in the devil's hole. Reminds me of a redhead I once knew. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was kidding. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> That could take a bad turn. Yep. It did already. (laughs) All All right. Well handled. So I got a question question for you now. So as far as commercial, um, this just came to me because I was talking about yesterday with some friends. So you do the Aldi's. Are you familiar with the group that that usually does like the high V's? Yeah, but that's their own group. 
Okay. That's their own construction group that does that. That's good to know for one. Uh, there's just, I'm questioning. So on Highway 65, I believe it's it's between Fridley and Spring Lake Park. I, I don't know what, what township it's in. Uh, but there's been a Hy-Vee that's like done mm-hmm. but not open. And it's been that way for like the good part of a year, like before COVID even happened. Really? And I was just curious if you had any insight on that. I hadn't heard anything about it. You know, listen – Everybody contacted Hy-Vee when they came into town, and they said, no, we got it. Right. So as a, as a GC, it was kind of just really disappointing. Right, of course. You know, because that would have been a great client to, to spread out amongst a whole bunch of us even. Um, but I don't know anything about that one. Okay. Um, I, I know that they will choose, you know, their locations, and it seems to be really strange sometimes. But guess what? They're packed. Like they the crush. One, the one in Maple Grove. If you know yeah. Maple Grove at all, it's on high, uh, right off of Highway 101, heading north, really to the to what I would call the far west end of, of Maple Grove because the next city over is Corcoran. So it's we're, we're talking about on the far, far end of everything. But there's a ton of, of residential just to the east of it. And so they're, they're packed. The, the first time I went there, I was with my buddy and his son. And his son was – this was a couple of years ago. And my, his son was like one and a half at the time. And we get there and we, we have a drink at the pub place that connected to it next door. It was like $2. We had a $2 beer. And then we're walking around and it's it's me and my, my buddy. And he's, you know, kind of a big, burly, tough guy too. And uh, his kids in the, you know, <laughs> they they were not used to homosexuals on that part of town because they definitely were assuming that we were together. And it was just like, <laughs> screw you guys. Who cares? But yeah, it was. Just, I could get the. I get the looks. And I'm like, not together, but fuck you if you think that. Like, I don't care. But it was. It was really funny. All right. Well, it turned into a high V story, and then I went, I went I know, a totally different direction. I that, was my, that was my high V Maple Grove story. Yeah, yeah. High V Maple Grove. Okay. Yeah. So if you're cruising for gay ass in Maple Grove, you should head to the high V. It's Is not available. Not? It's not available. It's not good. Well, oh, no, you mean the one in, you know between Blaine and. Or that was what I was talking about, but you yeah. referenced the Maple Grove. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. I'm just I'm just saying that it's amazing what they choose, the locations. They, they're always they, always they busy. It, so I have no idea about that one and yeah. why they're not. It's got to be something held up at the city or right. some kind of – Because it's on the way to my friend's house. And every time I go – I go there, we go to their farm and cook food and How can it just I love hiding there. Yeah. It's a grocery it's, – I've never been in one actually. They're solid, man. I mean, they are solid. Yeah. They're solid. I mean really? the, amen- the, uh, the, uh, the amenities that they put inside of them – Really? I mean, make people so that it's an experience now. You can go have, mm. a, go have a pint or something like in the grocery store before you go shopping. You can bring it with you. It's it's awesome. Well, now we're talking. Yeah, dude, that's <laughs> yeah. talking your language, Greg. Yeah, hundred percent. I can drink while I'm grocery Seriously. shopping. Seriously, yes. there's a cup holder in your car, bro. Christina, I may be willing to go to a grocery store for the first time in ten years. <laughs> it is dirt cheap. Dirt cheap. Really? Yeah. You ever heard of Wegmans? Yeah. Uh, with the, with the E. W-E-G-M-A-N-S. They're uh, out of Rochester, New York originally and they are like the gold standard of of grocery stores in that part of the country. Mm -hmm. And I miss them so much because the same type of thing. It just – I don't know what it is. Grocery stores, I mean they're they're filled with food. So you're like sensually overwhelmed, right? Yeah. And then if you mix that together with a certain joie de vie, a certain experiential pleasure, it can be a really nice thing to go and do. Unless don't go there hungry or high on marijuana because that's just – it gets out of hand. I'm totally out then. Well, listen, I mean, we've, we've got plenty of options to go to shop for groceries, right? Mm-hmm. There's plenty of options out there. Yeah. And so people want another experience. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, 
Lunds and Byerly's used to be it was the gold standard. You yep. have Kowalski's, another gold standard, mm-hmm. I think, in town. I, mean, I still I'm, like old Kowalski's. Kowalski's is my jam. I was just there the other day. Yeah, we got a Lake Winds by us, and I wish to God that it would that it would close. And the Lake Winds isn't that good. No, it sucks. It's my least favorite co-op. Sucks on yeah, every level. It's I agree. the only one that we've necessarily. I've loved the one by my house. The one Lake Winds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And don't get me started on these Cub Foods. I mean, what whoa, a whoa, fucking whoa, whoa, nightmare. Whoa, whoa, whoa. The Cub Foods by you guys, uh-huh. uh, the one in uh, Minnetonka, that's the only privately owned Cub Foods. They got freaking everything, dude. They do. But here, do you want to know my? You want to know my one thing about Cub Foods that I hate more than anything? I will always pick the wrong aisle, <laughs> and you're a third of the way down that enormous, endless fucking aisle, and now you know you've got a 15 minute trek to get to the next damn aisle. Because you have no way to cut across. It's that long. You just have to walk and walk and walk and walk and We're going to have to work on your cardiovascular. Yeah, really. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I was just going to say. Wow. That gets you winded and also teed off. Just stop midway through, grab a bag of chips. (laughs) Grab the the old lady. It doesn't doesn't drive you crazy when you've got to like you're like you know that what you need is like. An aisle and a half over, and you've got to go all the way to the end, and then you've got to cut all the way back. I, I actually really like, like one of those hover round things and just go in little electronic. It would. Uh, You're right. Yeah, get yeah. a get a cart. Get the cart, bro. Get a cart. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that would be funny. What are you looking at? What are you looking at? I, got I know a mask on. I, I Fuck know you. I, I know I look healthy. I know I look healthy, but listen. I'm exhausted. Didn't I just see you walking 18 holes? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> right. First world problems, dude. <laughs> now they're agonizing. I always want them to put like a little cut, a shortcut. That's the thing. If I owned a Cub Foods, I would do shortcuts through all the aisles so you could kind of weave through the serpentine, if you will, to get to the to the to the to the dairy. Well, section. obviously you're not an architect, so <laughs> occasionally I play one on the radio. <laughs> So tell me, Pat, why do you hate the city of Eden Prairie so much? I don't. <laughs> I, I love them. I think that was made very clear earlier. I love the city of Eden Prairie. They're our home. They're our home base. They're our homies. I will say with, with – I, I have had no unpleasant interactions with the city of Eden Prairie. No. No, it's, it's an easy city to mm-hmm. yeah. work with. Yeah. But it is confusing. You can't deny it. Yeah. You know, I always thought when we talk about confusing cities, I always go back to the time when Jesse Ventura, was that on? The uh, drunken Irishman in St. Paul? Yeah, wow. We pretty much viewed everything the same for the past 30 years. Wow, yeah. But what was that on? Was that the Tonight Show or was was that Conan? It was Letterman, It was Mm -hmm. Letterman. You are correct. Mm -hmm. Wow. I mean, he could not have gotten away with that today. What he said. What did he say? I don't know if I agree. I mean, these days, I mean, in the... Post-Trump world, you can say, you know, anything you want and get it's away t- with it. Yeah, but then, you know, you, it's ha- listen, we're a divided nation. Mm. 50% yeah. of the population, if you don't do a PC statement. It's actually 60-40, but. Well, OK. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't know. So anyway, back to talking about how much you hate Eden Prairie. <laughs> don't be doing that. <laughs> now don't be don't be throwing me under the bus. You've I mean, never that was, said that, that a was single you. thing that, about Eden Prairie. That was negative. not me. It is a well-run city. City I leaders. Like it was not me. <laughs> now shall we talk about St. Louis Park? Uh oh. <laughs> 
I, been, I used to live in St. Louis Park. I love St. Louis Park. Hey, man, you, you got you got Switzerland through the glass here, so just I know, I know, yeah. no, I I hate St. Louis Park more than I can possibly express. Really, I despise them. Vile, wow. repugnant city. Wow, horrible. I won't even go there anymore. Wow, had two properties, sold them just to get out. Mm. Anywho, we're not going to go down that <laughs> negative, uh, Nelly. All right, segment four, final segment. Is there anything you want me to hit that we have not hit that you would enjoy talking about? It's a 13-minute segment. I'm going to swallow up probably about four minutes on my habitation audio log and my random chatter. Well, I mean, listen, everybody likes to talk about themselves, but that's not my main focus. I mean, I... I'm happy to talk about you. No. And your hatred of St. Louis Park. Yeah, that's you again. (laughs) Oh. Why why does he keep doing that? (laughs) It's him... He lied when he said this, uh, this wasn't a gotcha show. No. Right. Exactly. We're just cutting out clips. Yeah. <laughs> He'll lie. He'll lie. He'll cut himself out. I've been sitting here handing out clips and making you sound as bad as possible. <laughs> out of context. The last thing you want to do is get on the bad side of anywhere where you actually have a business. Right, right. So, yeah, I know. Yeah. Trust me, I know, especially when they're vile, petty, repugnant excuses for civil servants who have no interest in the community's good but only want to show people how powerful they are, like the vile, repugnant inspections department of St. Louis Park. Wow. End scene. Wow. Somebody's not bitter. (laughs) It's not over with St. Louis Park. I'm out now. I just need a breather so I can have my revenge. Mm. Yeah. Terrible. Terrible city. Horrible. Portable city. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> Isn't that your job to say? But I'm happy to be the mediator if you want me to. I can be. I can facilitate. I can mediate. I can do it all. <sighs> all right, let's do segment four. All right. All right. So, talking about yourself, do you want to talk about your? We want to talk about education system. We can talk about education in general. We talk about education. Just, well, let's also talk about. Let me ask you this. The, are you – the key uh, uh, things that you're going to be looking at to determine what may or may not happen in 2021 from a construction industry perspective, mm-hmm. is that something you'd like to talk about or would be willing to talk about? Yeah, we can talk about kind of the – but, you know, we hit on the we hit on the outlook and, you know, listen, mm-hmm. 2021, unless we get a vaccine mm-hmm. that makes everybody feel not fearful, yeah. I mean, listen – it's up for it's up for grabs. If, if it happens at the end of this year, we should be in good shape. But if it doesn't happen till the through the first quarter of next year, it's not going to be pretty. Actually, wrong. We're screwed. Fifty um, percent of Americans are saying that if a vaccine is released in 2020, they still will not take it because it's come out too quickly. There's not been enough vetting of it, and really? they're fearful enough of. They'll want to let everyone else go first, but of course, that fails to reach the herd immunity level. If you're at 50 percent rejection, therefore, it will inherently fail. Mm. One of the worst things that could happen on a long-term perspective would be to release a vaccine in 2020. Too early. Mm -hmm. Even Mm. if they have one today, they should sit on it and say that they are testing and experimenting for another six, eight months so that people will actually take it when it comes out. Hmm. I I didn't hear that 50 percent mark deal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I did not know that. I caught that on a reliable – I don't recall exactly what – I mean, there, listen, there's a lot of anti-vaxxers out there mm-hmm. that will never pump themselves or their kids with vaccines. But these aren't the anti-vaxxers. These are regular yeah. rank and file. Yeah. Uh, and of the 50 percent, it was it was a split between – and Brett, you, you stay more 
tapped into news than I do. Oh boy, anti-vaxxers in this station. That's but this is not. Way. I know, right? But this is not. This is not anti-vaxxers. These yeah. are people no, who I know are from, saying right, that there's right. on one hand there's not enough data that's been gathered, and they don't want to be the guinea pig round, and uh, a huge percentage that are saying that. If it's coming out under the Trump administration, they don't believe that it's legitimate and therefore they will ignore it, hmm. which is why you never politicize a pandemic as the World Health Organization, of which we're no longer a part, has always said. Send out the doctors, not the politicians. Not part of the World Health Organization, uh, pretty much firing the CDC like yeah. fucking brilliant. What a yeah. smart guy. Well, let's just say that 50 percent of the population is OK with it. Yep. OK. And the other 50 isn't. Let's just say that 40% of those are okay. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying with getting it, but Mm -hmm. aren't afraid that they're going to probably pass away from it. Oh, I hear what you're going to say going with this. So 50% is vaccinated. Of the 50 that isn't, maybe 40% get it and then have natural uh, immunity. So now you're at 70%. You still got to get to what? 80-some percent to get herd like immunity? 60 or 70 to get well, herd. Well, then you're there. Yeah. Is it? But then you're there. Oh, that's interesting. That's my point. That's an interesting – yeah, that is it. So – and again, so I'm going to go back to we all – Mike Osterholm is one of us, right? Who's Mike Osterholm? State, oh, Osterholm. The He's uh, a, U of M guy? Yeah, state ep- epidemiologist. Oh. He's been all over. Yeah. So he said way back in the day that there's no doubt that 100 million Americans are going to get this and there's going to be about 480,000 deaths. That was that was his statement way back in could have been April, mm-hmm. and so if you I've been using that as my basis all along. I didn't believe the new numbers that were coming out, all the other stuff. You know, reduced it down to sixty thousand. At one point it was three hundred, then it went down to sixty, and now you know obviously we're over one hundred fifty thousand now. I've never I've never gotten off this whole idea that a hundred million Americans were going to be infected with this. And that we were going to have about 480,000 deaths from it. That was his prediction back in the day. Mm-hmm. So you either accept that or you don't accept that. It's okay. Mm-hmm. If you don't, and I get it, and I'm not, I'm not denigrating anybody's position on this because it's a scary thing and there are some, you never know. It's kind of a crapshoot, right? I mean, you, you, but for the most part, if you believe the numbers, mm-hmm. and again, everybody says, well, what numbers can I believe? Because everybody that puts out stuff, you'll find, you'll find what you want to find if you want to. Always look, look hard enough. Lies, damn lies, and yeah, statistics. Yeah. But if you believe the numbers that 100 million will get it and 480,000 people will die from it, that is less than one half percent of people that will die from it. Going back to Michael Osterholm's original prediction back in the day. Yeah, but half a million dead people is still a lot of dead no, people. No, right, and that's what everybody says. Can well, I pick who the dead people are? <laughs> I think I know who would be on the top of your list yeah. based, based on our conversation earlier. But, 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 but no, but listen, listen. I mean, again, everybody wants to – no, nobody wants anybody to die. Nobody wants anybody to get sick. Nobody wants anybody to have Very long, few people I want to die, long-term but. effects, mm-hmm. right? Nobody wants that. But again, in the grand scheme of things, would you be willing to, again, if we're going to have 100 million people be infected mm-hmm. from the virus, and we had less than one half of 1% that actually perished from it, mm-hmm. would you be willing to do that if it didn't crash the economy and cause more havoc 
Would you sacrifice a half a million Americans I, to maintain the economy? Uh, no, is what I, you're saying? I, I don't. Yeah, I mean, that's the question I would pose to you and which is posed to a lot of people. A lot of people would say, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. I would never. I wouldn't sacrifice one life for it. But guess what? We make those determinations every single day. Mm-hmm. The auto industry does. I mean, every, every, I mean, when you make a car. I mean, the federal government has mm-hmm. statistics based on how much everyone is compensated based on any particular group's death they would run through. It's unquestionably true. But it's not an either or. That's the whole thing. It's not an either or. America, everything is about dualism. Yes or no, Republican, Democrat, black or white. It's not the case. We used to solve problems. We used to say, if 100 million people are going to get it, how can we minimize that number while minimizing the damage that's being done to the economy yes. on a reasonable sure. level. But and think, that's not what we're doing. No, we, I think everybody knew what needed to be done, which is protect the vulnerable, mm-hmm. the truly vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Make them 100% your focus of protection. Mm-hmm. Okay? And whether that's seniors, people with underlying conditions, you know, whoever feels strongly about it, Protect them mm-hmm. the best that we possibly can. Brett, isn't that what I was saying at the very beginning of all this fuckery? That I appreciate the importance of preserving life, but this blanket solution is not a reasonable solution. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's... We have to do something. Mm-hmm. But we're a fucking advanced society. We should be able to come up with reasonable solutions that accommodate the situation. Yeah. So, so again, even if... Again, even if we look at the number of people that have passed away to date, which are 150,000 people, mm-hmm. and they've now we're up to 4 million people that have that they've again tested that have had it. Of course, we know it's way more than that. Mm-hmm. The CDC has come out with this because we don't really have much testing. Yes, right, we don't right. Need that, and the more we test, the more we you know know that mm-hmm. people are getting it. I mean, that's it, it. It is what it is. But even when you look at all of that, we focus on. That negative side of it, not on the millions of people that have come out the other side, pretty pretty damn good. Well, of course you'd focus on the negative side because that's the deaths. You're well, yeah. going to look at the deaths, sure. and that's what we're trying to minimize. Sure, you are, but at the same time, and again, this is not the appropriate time for a Spock quote. Oh well, we're the the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. Yes. I'm in your head. Yes, Crookshank. you are. You are. <laughs> you get it. You get me mad. <laughs> Pour him a little more vodka and let's do segment number four. I'm enjoying this show. It's a shame. It's actually probably a really good thing that I don't have more time because this could be. Just a little bit. I got things to do. I understand. It's been a while That's since good. we had a guest no, that Greg saw eye to eye with. This is true. Really? Yeah. At least uh, at least two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I guess nobody's watching this new there. See? Yeah. I can be diplomatic. Yeah. Can you? <laughs> Except For I'm talking about St. Louis question. Park. Yeah. <laughs> Miserable, vile, repugnant. I went uh, I went tubing last week um, at the same place twice. R- Apple River? No, the Cannon, which happens to be in Welsh, Minnesota. Oh, yeah. Yeah, been down that. Welsh, Minnesota. You had to bring the Welsh up, didn't you? I've been saving that one. (sighs) Fucking. Do you hate the Welsh? Because if you don't hate the Welsh, you're just not aware. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, I'm not aware because I've got a great story about 
these people. A, at least a Welsh person Ooh. back in the day when I was overseas. <laughs> but anyhow, go we're ahead. We're going to have to save it for drinking because i got to get to the graduation. I, I can't show up drunk and in an anti-Welsh tither <laughs> <laughs> at my daughter's graduation. I mean, listen. I mean, so who is the singer? Jones. Tom Jones. Tom Jones. The only good thing that ever came out of Wales. Unusual. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice, nicely done, Newkirk. I love the city of Wells. You know, uh, I'm in Minnesota. Yeah, you can buy it down by Afton. Never right, been there. Right. What? It's a town, really. You've never, never been down to Wells. If you if no, you blink, you'll you'll miss real. it. Yeah, it's a really tiny little hamlet, but it's mm-hmm. really cute. Well, they should change their name because, frankly, they should be ashamed of themselves. <laughs> Oh, the fucking Welsh. Oh, my Lord. With the rolling green lands and the sheep. These fucking people have made it through all of history without anyone hating them. If yeah. someone you has need to stop to, You shit, need to do it. Someone has to pick you, this mantle up before yeah. it's too late. No, the Welsh are like the uh, Switzerland of the British Isles. Yes, they are, as <laughs> far as I know, <laughs> except for the evil yeah. and the total lack of chocolate. Oh, my God. <laughs> Obviously, this was a setup. Yeah. Can we yeah, please? Yeah. Let's move on. Let's, move no, on. Let's, get, let's get angry, Greg. Oh. By the way, I love the Welsh people. <laughs> fine people. Yes. Many of them, I presume, are fine people. They are. <laughs> so you had a terrible experience. Most with of them one, are rapists and murderers. Oh, my God. <laughs> Tune in next week or never again for Papa Giorgio. Oh, that was a terrible cackle. All right. All right. Here we go.